truly I say to you. You seek me not because you saw signs, but because you ate your feel, feel of the loaves. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him God the Father has set his seal. My dear friends, Today, we continue the gospel reading taken from John chapter 6, which, as I pointed out to you last Sunday, is introduced instead of the gospel according to Mark that we have been reading. Father Paulinus pointed it out to me that one does not even notice this change because the context in John chapter 6 and that one in Mark chapter 6, they are similar. Jesus with a crowd that he had pity on. So if you don't even pay attention, you may not notice that we have moved from Mark to John. And it is true. But there are some differences pointing to the same sensitivity of Jesus. Aguarmonu last Sunday and two Sundays ago. To be a leader, you must pay attention to the needs of the people you are leading. Jesus Mao. Nandine sui awotachalegchuku because they had not properly understood who God is he needed to teach them because it is only by understanding properly who God is that we can understand who we are because we are made in his image chuku kirani aniyeye a boy who never knew his father, no photograph of his father, and everybody keeps telling him, he doesn't know whether it is true or false. So Jesus needed to teach the people about God, about our relationship with God, and about our relationship with ourselves. But he was always watching the moment. Mark tells us, he saw them hungry, he fed them, after feeding them, he taught them. I mean, he taught them first. He saw them hungry, he fed them with the word. And it was after teaching, having taught them, he made them sit down 
and he gave them food. John tells us he saw them hungry and first gave them food. And from their reaction to the feeding, he took the opportunity to give them the word of God. In Mark chapter 6, Jesus first feed, teaches the people and then feeds them. In John chapter 6, Jesus first feeds the people and then teaches them. In our life as church, we must do what Jesus did. We both teach and feed. Which one will come first depends on the leader's assessment of the needs of the people. Hannah boy, two of them go together. After having fed them from what we heard last Sunday, the people were so satisfied. Jesus, Noruni, Imane, John, Warain, Onega, Joe, Made, Seihe, Madabu, Makano, Maronya, Obuna. He does not need witnesses to tell him who we are or what we are thinking because he knows everybody. So the gospel of last Sunday ended by telling us he saw that they were about to come and take him by force and make him a king. That would have been a revolution because that would have incited rebellion in Palestine and in Judea. And he did not want that because that wasn't why he came in the first place. And secondly, he knew Pilate and his army would have crushed his people. All those who want revolution in this country, make sure you have forces to resist the arms and the might of the federal government. You have to calculate whether you are just bringing more hardship on your people or really a liberation. Jesus didn't want that revolution. It would have been worse for his people. And he quietly sent his apostles away and retired to go and pray for God the Father to reinforce him in his mission and purpose and focus. I keep saying it. Once anybody who is a preacher of the word of God, a minister of the gospel, becomes famous, the danger is he may pass from being a minister to being a mini star, to use the words of Father Anthony Akinwale. He becomes a showman, famous, and the attention is focused on him. Even Jesus, the Son of God, needed to withdraw and so that he would remain focused by communicating with the Father. If you are not constantly communicating with God, you will soon begin to preach yourself. There is a passage that was not read to us today. Because last Sunday stopped at verse 15. Today's reading begins at verse 24. Something happened in between. And that was 
that Jesus, after having fed the people and sent the disciples away, when they were in the boat, they got into trouble. And Jesus noticed it and went and met them and he calmed the storm. If you look at the paintings on the ceiling of our cathedral, you have the feeding of the thousands. After that, you have the miracle of the coin and then Jesus calming the storm somewhere on top. We have different representations of Jesus calming the storm. But then, the people, what did they do? The following morning, they came around. You must be a dangerous man. If you witness this type of action from a man, it will raise questions in you. So the people started looking for him. When they came to the river, they saw one boat. And they knew that Jesus had sent the apostles away. And that remaining boat, Jesus did not take the boat away. So he must be around. They guessed, maybe he used another means to cross. They didn't ask themselves how. The important thing, they started looking for him. Sometimes in our lives, Jesus seems to disappear. God seems to be absent. Darkness seems to return. These people have a lesson to teach us. They kept searching. Keep searching for him. And remember, when the scribes and Pharisees and the elders of the people and the chief priests, when they were looking for Jesus, they didn't find him. But he allowed these people to find him. Because they knew, he knew they were looking for him for something good. What were they looking for him for? And that is the problem. Good. But maybe not good enough. When Jesus left them, they were so impressed that they wanted to make him a king. By the time they found Jesus, Jesus did not even give them opportunity. They just said, ah, ah, Oga, Abraham was trying to have a daddy. I know daddy, when they call of us now. Daddy, when did you come here? Why are you daddying me? What do you want? When did you come here? It seems he knew, or rather he had known, these same people 
had forgotten all about making him king. Their attention had been shifted from that miracle and what it represents and what it tells us about Jesus. Attention here has been turned, had been turned to themselves and their needs. So you are not looking for me because of the signs. Sign is something that points to some other thing. A sign has no meaning without reference to the thing it is pointing to. And John will always call all the miracles of Jesus signs. You are not looking for me because of these signs. But because you ate bread. You know, but there is nothing wrong with that. They were looking for free food. There is nothing wrong with that. So we have to be very careful. Jesus did not condemn them or criticize them or blame them. He just pointed out the reality. Because very often, what our people are looking for, when they say they are looking for God, is just solution to immediate problem. All these things are immediate problems for which we seek immediate solution. And there is nothing wrong with that. The problem comes when we stop there. Jesus tells them, you are looking for me not just because you saw what I did as a sign to something greater, but you want that miracle again. No matter how many times I give you bread, you will still be hungry. That is the message. I want to understand miracle, miracle, miracle. Exploiting the misery of the people and turning it into a lucrative business. People are suffering also because the governments have failed to deliver. All governments. Imanayin with a short memory. When we think of government, we think of the present government. There were others. What we are experiencing now did not begin today. It's not for me to say whether it is worse or better, but we know it didn't start today. Or hardly more than they are worse, more than they are better. Because the people are suffering due to bad governance, miracle centers are springing up everywhere, and our people are moving from one to the other, looking for solutions to their immediate problems. There is nothing wrong with that. The problem is when the people they go to 
begin to exploit them. How do they handle them? And secondly, when the people themselves miracle, if they don't see in the miracles a pointer to something greater than the miracles. That is what Jesus was telling them. Many of these healing centers today, miracle centers, they are no longer interested about they are going to heaven. They are not interested about love. They are not interested about forgiveness. They are not interested about reconciliation. They are just interested in multiplying miracles upon miracles and making the people dependent on them, on themselves, instead of even making them look up to God. Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 2, tells the Israelites, why do you spend your money on what is not food and your wages on what does not satisfy? All the efforts you are making Investing your time, energy, and money. Do you know that those things will not really give you the satisfaction you are looking for? Jesus saw the hunger of the people for bread. He saw their hunger, their material needs as an expression of a greater need. And he used that opening as an opportunity to lift them up. Not rebuke them, but to teach them. Now, he didn't tell them, you foolish people who will never be satisfied, go away and start looking for the salvation of your souls. No. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. What you are looking for is good, but it won't satisfy your desire. Every little desire we have, really, is a sign of our hunger for total satisfaction. God has created us in such a way, human beings, that he, there is something in every human being that makes us desire God. My soul is thirsting for the Lord. When shall I see him face to face? Nothing that you acquire on this earth will make you stop struggling. Because the more really you look 
for these things, the more hunger for other things, you find out that that particular thing does not satisfy. One of the things, now, especially in Nigeria, rich people, very wealthy people, don't eat well. Or rather, the way we think they eat well. They are so scared. If you come to the public and you offer them food, no, 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 no. thank you, thank you, thank you. You offer them drink, I just want a bottle, a glass of water. Ah, you offer them any meat, no, 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 thank you, thank you. And he will take carrot or cucumber ah, with all your money. Is that what you have been struggling for? The person has all, can afford all the food to eat, but no amount of food will give him joy. Houses, you build one in Ansoka, you steal money to build another one in Enugu. You do Yahoo Yahoo and build another one in Abuja. And you are looking for one in Lagos. Then, no, Gabunke, no, Bodoibo, 